Hello, um, it's nice to be back. This is the RT show. It's season five, episode three. Sorry I was away last week, but my co-hosts Simon and Jess they held it down with the Blackface show, and it was a, an amazing listen. But I'm happy to be back for this episode we are going to talk about the women's world cup in general first of all before i start i would like to give a big a big up to the lionesses they did fantastic they did an amazing job they exceeded my expectations and they they've come home with their heads held high so obviously for the last i think it's about a month the women's world cup's been played in australia i think what I can remember, this is the most publicised one. And I think um, in, in terms in England, because obviously the Lionesses won the Euros, there was more support behind them. And I've got to say, when the matches I was watching, the quality of the football, I was really, sub- I was taken back by these women are quite vicious <laughs> with their tackling. Yeah. And the level of football, it was really good and very entertaining from what I watched. I wasn't able to watch the final because I was at work, but I watched the highlights and it was, you know, it's one of those cases where it was the better team won from what I saw from the highlights. I'm just going to throw it over to you, Jez. I just want you to give a general gist of what you thought this about this World Cup. I thought for, um, yeah, first off, big. <laughs> Congrats to kind of the Lionesses. I know we didn't get, you know, I mean, to the final hurdle, but getting to the final is an amazing achievement. Um, and obviously, a massive congratulations to Spain as well uh, for winning the tournament at the end. I think all the teams that competed, including the regular girls as well, I think it's quite good seeing. Um, yeah, Jamaica actually beating a team such as Brazil was a bit of an upset as well, which was quite good and interesting there um, to get to the next round of 16. But it was, yeah, I think overall um, the achievements and the coverage that it had across like the globe was amazing. I think it's bring more, um, it has brought more, shall I say, um, aspiration for younger girls to kind of play the game um, even more so now after what the Lionesses did in the Euros. Um, but having that more global coverage has kind of brought out the more, you know, bigger kind of emphasis really for players um, to play. We saw, was it for the Moroccan team, first lady to wear a hijab, yeah. um, playing, which again is amazing really to kind of see. And also just, just all the different countries that re- represented, New Zealand and Australia did a really good thing, I think the way they controlled um, the whole tournament. And it goes to show they can be held in those, uh, in the Oceanic countries, um, football can, because it's going to spread even more so. And I'm hoping in the near future you might get a men's game maybe over there as well. I think that'd be really good. Because mm. um, obviously we know in Australia, New Zealand, rugby, Aussie rules, cricket are the biggest sports over there, um, and they're trying to get football to be a more yeah. kind of, um, advertisement over there, really, for some of the, the sports, because we know look, the league isn't as strong in the Australian uh, league there. But I think, yeah, it's great. The women's um, game has gone massively ahead, and I think there's more to come, really, in the near future. But I think with the, the whole emphasis around the teams, um, at the end of it, it would have been great to see England win, but I think there's just, when you look at the the technicalities of certain players. Um, I've never seen some of those Spanish players the way they play. It was just reminiscent of almost a Barcelona type style, that tic-a-tac-a type football. Um, and again, that's taught from such a young age, learning to pass, move. So many one touches they were taking and they were always looking up. And it's again, England are getting there, but we just it's that extra step really. And we can see it from the from grassroots that it's getting there. And who knows in the near future we could be winning tournaments for the foreseeable after this because it's lessons learned. I mean, we've, we think of the England men's team, 
got to the semis of the World Cup a few years back before the previous one. Obviously didn't do great against France, but then the women's going to the Euros final, winning it, going to the final. It's just bigger, seeing the Euros under 21s, mm. um, it's just bigger kind of stage really now for the English kind of um, international teams to kind of get on um, and really progress. I think that big thing to think about is winning that final mentally, not think about it, yourself losing. You have to go in the mentality to know you're going to win it and go all the way. So it's, it's there. It's, it's, it's going to happen, I think, eventually. I think that's where the pressure was, though, isn't it? Because they, they won the Euros last year, so they had legitimate expectations this time, rather than like in the men's game, pretty much every tournament in the past. The expectations are, they don't going to win it, but there was no legitimacy behind the expectation. With the Lionesses, there was a legitimate expectation of because how they performed at the Euros last year and winning it. Hmm. Pressure though, I don't know the expectation maybe got them. They were outplayed as well, and perhaps tactically, Vigman Vig made the change at halftime, which is she changed the shape she brought and Lauren James on. That was a whole talking point on it because obviously she was banned for the ball in the semi. And a lot of people saying should change the team from the semi, they played so well. Yeah. But, you know, I think she, she tinkered with the team a little bit all throughout, hadn't she, to, to, to suit the opposition. Um, I think in one of the previous shows we spoke about how at that point when we recorded that it started off quite slow but we, we did say maybe maybe they're waiting before they put the foot on the gas which is the right thing to do because you can't go hell for leather straight away because it's it's a tournament you know it's a short tournament you can't expend all your energy you've got yeah. to build and they did build mm. um, and it was great it was just great seeing yeah. seeing in the final and it, it, it became close, um, I think, because of Mary Hurts had a blinding goal, didn't she? Yeah. Not just the penalty, she, she pulled some amazing things yeah. in the bag. So it's, and, and, and there's talk now, lots of kids want to buy her shirt, but it's not available to buy with the name, and it's just, yeah. it's other things now that need to move within it as it snowballs more and more. Um, but it's, it, it was good to have that feel-good factor again, I think, around the sport. And I think I read about 12 million tuned in just to the BBC, that was, because it was shown on yeah. TV, wasn't it? So the amount of people that would have watched it, and I think in the semi-final during the week, there was a 5 million, and it was a work day join work hours yeah. as well. So the, it, it was good numbers that were watching it on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, it needs to continue growing, doesn't it? Because... Yeah. Men's sport, particularly football, has been big for so long, but the women's game and women's sport in general, and women in sport are becoming more prominent and have become, become more prominent over the last few years. And it, it, it's good that there's not just prominent male sporting heroes, there's so many female sporting heroes now as well. And we've spoken before where we've had Kelsey, Kelsey Gentle, who's one of the brilliant player, and she's, she, she always comments, you can't be what you can't see, but net, but People are having access to seeing that women mm. play football, young women as well. We mentioned Lauren James, which is in the early 20s. And yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of the players were there who were quite young. And it, it's now seen as accessible in here, that's mm. the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it was, it was good for the country as well, you know, the state of the economy, all that people, you know, mm. something that was positive and gave the feel-good factor, I think. It was, it was just nice to have, to have that. And it wasn't on a stupid o'clock, it was mm. 11 o'clock. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So it was, I think that's why they got the good numbers as well. Yeah. Oh, massive with you and So hopefully, you know, and you mentioned the men's and the 21s, mm. that, you know, yeah. the 
tournament of that day. That's played in few English footballs in quite a good place for the international team at the minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the men haven't won anything yet, but they've progressed massively in the last few years. So hopefully it'll continue across the board. I think so. I think it'll definitely help. And I think the big one big thing, I know Ian Wright's been really championing about this for a number of years now, especially in the girls' game, is that schools should, you know I mean, start to the education secretary needs to start introducing football for girls at younger age in, in schools. You just introduce it at the same time you introduce yeah. it and as the boys. It's yeah. that simple. You make it equal for them so they've yeah. got the opportunity to play and understand it because it's, it's really, I think we mentioned in the last discussion, it's important for them to say, oh, I remember the girls were playing in the World Cup. I want to be that player. Mm-hmm. You have role models to look up to them. And I think that's important. It, you have the role models you can look up to and be a player like them. And, you know, I mean, it, it gives them that challenge of being able to kind of get to and actually seeing and actually yeah. seeing them do it because it yeah. takes what ten thousand hours to become a to be world class at anything. Mm-hmm. So you got to start from, from the jump. Start from the jump. I and do. do you know what I liked? It was the comments on Facebook that I saw my friends, and it wasn't. It was like they were talking about the men's English team. English team. Mm-hmm. Like the comments weren't like they weren't misogynistic or anything it was just literally like a like an ordinary like a, an ordinary football game and it was i think one comment i heard was oh the better team won not enough chances created and for me that was just like raw the perception, the perception is just changed like yeah. i think five years ago that would have been a different comment but they like football fans are watching the football the women's game and the way this continues is when they're playing in the league you go out you buy your tickets you watch them and the more we do that the more we support the women in sports by going to the events and stuff like that the more money that comes in and with that money it goes back into the grassroots and that's how it starts and that's that's why the premiership is so big because like um, your football team, Newcastle United, you sell out your stadium every week. You know that's what brings in the money. So even if they're in the championship, they knew they know they've got that revenue coming in. I'm just gonna give a final thought and just wrap this up. But um, I'll be looking forward to watching the women's games a bit more because I'm not gonna lie. Um, I love watching football, but obviously in my house the women rule, so I don't get to watch it. I I'd be lucky if I could put match on the day, match of the day on. But it was nice that my little girl she watched the match and she seemed to enjoy it. I don't think she has the drive to want to play football, but then now she doesn't see football as just a boys' game, which is good. And just continue the good work, um, not just for the lionesses. I think for all the teams that passed it participated in that world cup it was a very good as you said australia they managed it well and everyone that took part congratulations and thank you you know you've got millions of more fans and you've inspired millions of other girls but i'm gonna thank my co-hosts simon and jez and we're out <laughs>